Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, I am back and I am sorry that it's been a good few weeks since I've done an episode. The last time you heard from me was when I was doing an episode with my sister where we talked a lot about how my grief journey has been over the last six months. So if you haven't listened to that, go give it a listen. You'll get to hear a lot from my sister as well who currently lives in the UK. Um, It's been a crazy couple of weeks. I just took a rest because sometimes you just need to do that. You know, we've often push ourselves in life to do things that we often don't want to do or we feel obliged to do and I just felt like at the end of lockdown I needed to just take some time for me and especially for any of you guys out there who are also content creators yourselves there are times where your creativity can sometimes um, diminish and then you'll have peaks and troughs again of it and it's just one of those things where I I think genuinely when you take a step back it actually is great because you can help to reflect And think about the next things that you want to do. But obviously with lockdown, it's a bit different as well. It's so surprising that you feel exhausted and you feel tired. And I think after about four months of it, I just wanted to just step away from my laptop and my podcasting and just concentrate on me and the things that I like doing as well as this to have a rest. Um, But obviously now for people in Sydney, lockdown has lifted. So we've had that for the best week and a half now um sorry the best part of a week and a half I had my surgery literally a week or so before that so I haven't properly made the most of it yet I did go to the cinema last night that was really fun went to see Respect with uh it's like Aretha Franklin and it's with Jennifer Hudson that was really nice so it's good to get off the sofa and go and sit on a different sofa in front of a much bigger tv (laughs) did make myself laugh um so yeah it's just one of those things where we have to get used to now the world changing again and I'm really enjoying the fact that we can start to make plans but it is a little bit overwhelming and I hear from my UK friends and family that you know you go through weeks and months of not doing anything to suddenly massive amounts of plans and it is hard you're trying to balance and juggle everybody and everybody wants to see you And it's so nice and it's so great. But I also think it's definitely okay to just take your time with it and just do the things that you want to do and spread out your plans. It doesn't all have to be in the same week or the same weekend. That's totally okay to do that. But one of the things that I really wanted to come on here today to talk about was this feeling of grief that I and other expats still have Um, I very much like to help be the voice of us because there's so little out there in the media right now about what's happening. So of course when lockdown lifts, everybody, the first thing that they want to do is go and see their family. 
So when you live overseas, you don't have that. Your friends then become your family and that's amazing. And I love that community spirit that we have here. It's something that you maybe don't get as much when you live in the place that you grew up because your friends are obviously there in a massive part of your life, but you know you have your family, whereas here you rely on them so heavily. So lockdown lifts and everyone goes out and you see everybody on Instagram and Facebook reuniting with their parents. But for me and my expat friends, we can't do that because our families live 10,000 miles away. And on top of that, there has recently just been some changes to the way that Australia is managing its borders. So for those that don't know and don't live in Australia, what's happened is the borders were closed ever since basically March 2020. So for the last year and a half, I am a temporary visa holder, so I'm allowed to leave the country. I could literally leave tomorrow, but I wouldn't be allowed to re-enter. But all throughout the last 18 months, citizens and permanent residents of Australia were not allowed to leave. They had to have an exemption to actually get through the border to leave the country, and it had to be for a very good reason. And it had to be that they maybe wouldn't be returning for, I don't know, a good three to six months. This obviously created a lot of hassle and anxiety and stress for so many families that were torn apart from each other. And what has now happened is the government have turned around and said, from the 1st of November, Australia is opening its borders but it's only for Australian residents and permanent residents, sorry, it's only for Australian citizens and permanent residents and their parents. So for example, my partner who is English but now has Australian citizenship, his mum is allowed to come and visit here from the 1st of November. But people like me on a temporary working visa, we're not included in that. So there's a lot of anger right now because most temporary visa holders or students are from overseas so we've contributed to this economy we have lived here for years and years but we're not allowed to re-enter the country so if I went back to the UK for Christmas time and then wanted to come back into Australia I wouldn't be allowed and it it just feels like there's a discrimination and we're being excluded based on visa type you know we are double vaccinated what how does coronavirus know the difference between an Australian citizen and somebody like me who isn't and then when you have people's families able to come from the UK and enter and leave fine as tourists literally for a holiday how is that fair like it doesn't really make sense and I can see the bigger picture and I I completely understand that Australians should be prioritised first. Like the people that have been overseas, I think there's about 30 to 40,000 of them that have never been able to get back in. I 100% support that they should be brought back here. They should be allowed that first seat on the plane. 100% agree. But why couldn't the government have done that first? Well, I'm trying to see the bright side of it now. It is frustrating but it is what it is. So planning to go back hopefully in March instead, which is my 30th birthday. So fingers crossed, I can plan a big trip back, hopefully get to see all my friends and do a nice big party. Because I just think that'd be so nice. Originally, I wanted to do it here. But I think the fact now is, if I go back and get to see everybody in that same room, it'll just be such a nice heartwarming feeling. And I'll be able to reunite with my siblings and my nana who I've not seen for over three years by that point. And it's an incredible amount of time. It's interesting because a few months maybe or a year ago, I was really in a bad headspace where I didn't know where I wanted my future to be. 
did I want it to be in England or did I want it to be in Australia? And I think COVID has actually helped me to settle that kind of torment in my brain. I feel a lot more settled in Sydney now and happy that I can continue my life here for the next few years and then see what happens. And I think any expat here listening will agree with me that actually the the question when people pose to you, do you think you're going to live in Australia or whatever country forever? It's actually quite a narrow-minded question. Why or how does anybody know where they're going to live forever? I might live here for a few more years and I might be given an opportunity in another country or I might move back to England for the foreseeable and then in 10 years time move back to Australia again. So who knows? And and that's the thing, like we can't plan and I think coronavirus has shown us that we are not always in control of everything. And whilst for an anxious person like me, that can be quite a hard thing to understand. But I think it's actually a good thing for us as well. It's helped us to realise that we can't control everything and that it's okay if things don't always go to plan because you will still work through it and you'll still work it out. I think it's also really interesting when I think back to that because I've spent so long here building a life for myself that I absolutely love, building friendships a place to live, a great career. And I've done that all without the support of my family. And I think it goes to show like how resilient people can be and you don't necessarily know what you can achieve until you're pushed to do so. It's also like a whole different type of grief in a way. Like I'm grieving that three years that I've missed of not seeing my family. But then when you reflect in hindsight, well, most of the world probably didn't see their family for a good year and a half or they didn't get to spend proper quality time with them. And it's a lot of it is about trying to find happiness in the moment. And this is not to say that I am very good at this. It's something that I'm completely trying to work on. But I recently listened to a podcast um, with Steve Bartlett from The Diary of a CEO. And he has some incredible episodes on there. In particular, there's one with Mo Gordat, who was the chief business officer of Google. And he talks about how he wrote this happiness equation and how it is all about, you know, you've, you've got to live in the moment and whatever tragedy you've gone through, you can't really wish that tragedy away because it's brought you to the place that you are today. And whilst that might be really hard for some people to hear and Yes, grief is a journey and we never want it to happen to anybody, but it did happen and we can't change that. All that we can change is the way that we perceive our feelings and that we perceive our emotions. So he talks a lot about how you can't blame others for the way that you feel. So for example, you know, I'm annoyed at the situation that we're in right now, but I can't do anything about it. So let me try and have gratitude for what I do have. And I quite often get pulled away from that and I have to remind myself and when I listen to episodes like that and hear people's wise words it really does help you reset a thinking pattern again so what I'm now trying to do is think okay well I have this amazing opportunity in this life here every day I wake up and it's pretty much sunny outside I I live five minutes away from the beach I walk past the ocean every single day probably multiple times a day I have a nice home, I have a good job, all these things that a lot of people don't have. So if you start your day thinking what you do have rather than what you don't, it is so much more helpful. 
But it's easier said than done because we're so, like humans are just so naturally inclined to think of the negatives. Um, and I hope that this episode isn't sounding negative, but I just wanted to, you know, raise awareness of some of the things that were happening. I know that I have had a bit of a pause on the podcast, but as I said at the beginning of this episode, it has been really about me resetting and finding a bit of energy to put back into this again. You may have also seen on my Instagram that I've set up a Patreon page. So for those that don't know, Patreon is a platform that allows you, like people like me, content creators, to get paid for what they do. Podcasting is not free. It's something that takes up a lot of my time and I have to pay a lot of monthly subscriptions and I have to spend time recording the episodes, editing them and teaching myself how to do all these things, which is, you know, it's very difficult. And I do it all by myself. So I wanted to find a way to at least put some money back into the podcast so I can grow it. And the more that I grow it, the more that I can help people. And the more that I help people to feel less alone, the more that we start to break down this stigma and taboo of talking about grief. If you want to check it out, the link to my Patreon is in the show notes. And you can also find it in the link in my Instagram bio. But what I'm going to be doing in the future, so right now it's just like a donation monthly fee. It's literally like $3. Um, That helps you support me. You can also put forward some ideas of guests. I will also tell you who my upcoming podcast guests are before I put it onto my Instagram. But in future, I will be putting other tiers on there with bonus content but I'm not willing to do that yet and let people pay for it until I know I can be consistent in that I truly believe that you should only pay for products that are good enough and right now I don't have the the capacity to be putting extra bonus content on there so I'm trying to do the right thing by you guys and the right thing by your listen by my listeners I also have a ACAST supporter page so you will see if you go into the notes again you can donate any amount that you like and that'll just help me with the growth of the podcast as well so I really hope that you understand my intention I can promise you this is not something that is right now even anywhere near getting to covering the costs but that's what I'm trying to do I'm not making any profit off it and finally the other thing I want to tell you is I am recording my first um podcast episode with a guest that I haven't done one for a good number of months now doing that on Monday so it should hopefully be out a couple of days after that it's with an absolutely fantastic person I don't want to tell you who it is just yet this person is a psychologist they have gone through grief themselves in multiple ways they just embody everything that I believe with not so linear they have been on a journey themselves not just of self-discovery but also a grief journey and such a big journey in the role that they play in the psychology space in Australia so I can't wait to share that episode with you because they are incredible I know I'm being very vague but you know I've got to be secretive about these things sometimes my Patreon supporters would be very upset if I told you first you've got to join the page to be in the know um big shout out to those patreon supporters you know who you are thank you very much for helping to support me too anyway i'm going to leave it there that was just a nice little snapshot just to say hi and i am back and please hit me up if you have any questions follow me on instagram at tamsin millard 
and yeah i'm excited to see where this goes and please reach out if you have any other people that you'd love me to interview and take care have a good weekend bye